Well, this is Dr. Tony Alvarado, and I am excited to invite you back to another episode of Harmonize Your Life, Conversations on Self-Care for Women of Color podcast. And we have a very, very exciting show today. Well, thank you for joining us. I want to introduce our um, guest that's going to be sharing with us on today. Um, This young lady, I am just so excited to have her with us in our podcast studio. She, Felicia uh, Redding, who is our guest on today, is an amazing holistic health coach. And I'm going to share just a little bit about uh, who she is and what she does, and then we'll get into our conversation. Okay, so Felicia Redding um, is a health coach that specializes in helping clients realize their God-given potential. After years of of struggle with weight, asthma, allergies, and emotional issues, Felicia began to look for solutions to help her feel better. Um, Felicia is a certified holistic health coach um, certified at the Institute of Integrative Nutrition Um, When she graduated from the Integrative um, Institute there, the Nutrition Institute, she still um, admits that she struggled with weight and she tried every diet that you can imagine is what she says here in her bio. After um, her desire for optimal health led her to a journey that allowed her to discover the way that she eats and how it made her feel. And finally, after realizing that, uh, Felicia began on a journey of wellness. And we're going to talk today so Felicia can give us her journey of wellness. She is a Navy Navy veteran, and we thank you for your service to to our country, Felicia. Serving in the Navy as a hospital corpsman sparked her desire to care for others. She is also very, very um, passionate about aromatherapy, oil blends, uh, respiratory blends, calm down and breathing blends. Um, Felicia is also certified neuromuscular massage therapist at the Atlanta School of, of Massage. She has a Bachelor of Science in Physical Education with a concentration in health promotion Um, Certified Holistic Health Coach, Master of Arts in Human Services and Counseling, Master Herbalist, and now her newest certification is she is a Yoni STEAM practitioner with the Yoni STEAM Institute. And I believe you just finished that one, right, um, Felicia? Yeah, So congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. you. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to the Harmonize Your Life podcast, Felicia. Thank you for having me. I'm really glad to be here. Well, I am delighted to have you on the podcast. Delighted to have you as one of our guests. Um, You know, I um, uh, we share a similar passion for um, for. wellness. We share that passion uh, for wellness and holistic living. And so I am excited to be able to talk to you today about your wellness journey. 
and to for our listeners to hear um, your journey and um, you know where it's taking you. It's taking you. You. I mean, look at where you are today from where you started. Yeah, God is good. <laughs> um, when I look back at you know where I was ten years ago or even two years ago, it's been amazing. It's been a really uh, good journey, and um, like uh, the older people say, it won't, I won't take nothing for my journey now. Like I appreciate every bump in the road and everything that I've experienced because it's made me who I am today. So, um, and it's also allowed me to help so many other people along the journey. So it's been it's been amazing. So. Now, you know, you know, my book, Harmonize Your Life, A Journey Towards Self-Care, I talk about the fact that self-care is a journey. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, I was in, um, uh, we were in dialogue with um, um, Debrina Jackson Gandy, and she talked about the, this being like a spiral upward, you know, an upward spiral. And it is a journey. And it, you know, you have moments in the journey where you feel like, you're, you really are making some headway or success in the journey. Then there are other times you feel like you're stagnant right. and sometimes you feel like you're going back in the other direction, right? Yeah. And so I, I like what you said in your bio when you talked about the fact that even after going through um, and getting certified as a nutritionist, how you still struggle with your own weight. Yeah. And so, and I, and I can attest to that, you know, sometimes people think because you're on this journey that you do everything right, that you know all the right things to do, that you always feel like you're in the right spot or you're in that sweet spot on the journey, but it is a journey and it, 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 it's an everyday proposition. So talk to us about your journey. Just, you know, we're talking today about your wellness journey. So share with us about your journey. Well, if I go all the way back, then it would start when I was in the Navy. Um, I went to the Navy right out of high school. I think I graduated in June and I was in boot camp in July. So um, with that, um, when I went in, I initially wanted to be a registered nurse. I wanted to, you know, start my career at healthcare. And I said, okay, this is going to be a great stepping stone. The Navy is going to pay for me to go through college and everything is going to be wonderful. So um, I started and I went to school um, in Great Lakes, Illinois. Uh, That's where I got my hospital corpsman training. And I was on fire until we had our clinicals at the VA. And um, and it was it was a humbling experience because I saw so many veterans, you know, that were being mistreated on the ward and. the bedpans, the diaper changes. I said, no, I don't think that this is cut out for me. I don't think I can do this. Um, And so um, my first duty station was Paris Island. And um, that was where that's a Marine Corps boot camp facility. And um, that's where I really got my passion for really helping people. Um, I was able to see and diagnose patients because in the um, in the Marines, the Navy provides all of their health care. And so, mm-hmm. we, were, you know, we, we were given more responsibilities um, okay. as far as even though we were enlisted, we were given, you know, I was able to see and diagnose patients. I was out of the field with the Marines. I loved it. That was like my environment. Um So um, I got to see more of the clinical side. And then with the military, you're able to go into different areas that you probably wouldn't if you were on the civilian side. Um, Mm -hmm. 
because you have to kind of adapt and overcome to your situation. So um, once I I did um, direct patient care on the ward, taking care of mothers and babies, just about any place you can name in healthcare and in, in uh, the clinical setting, I was able to go in and experience that and work with those patients. And so I was able to kind of narrow down where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do with my life, so to speak. Okay. Um, so uh, through that journey, I decided that I did not want to be an RN um, because um, it was just, it wasn't necessary. If I could automatically just skip and, and specialize, then, mm-hmm. then okay, great. But the med surge rotation and going through all of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know my story, right? You, you know my story of, uh, of going to school for four years to be a nurse. Remember, I, I shared that in the book and I talk about it in um, in several of my writings and just in my journey when I talk about just my life and that period of time in my life where I went to school for four years. I went to nursing school for four years and like you, I got down to the clinicals and I could not, I couldn't do it. And I realized no, this was was not for me, right? Okay, all so that we, we have that in common. <laughs> like, no, hell, I can't do it. So, so where did you go from there? Um, I got out of the military um, because I was uh, starting to take college courses, and um, and I was diagnosed with asthma um, when I was twenty one. And what I did not know is that it was hereditary, and uh, two of my aunts. On my mom's side, they have asthma and they didn't get it until they were older. And so um, it was just I was taking a physical readiness test and I just it just it was so hard for me to breathe. It took me like an hour for my breathing to go back to normal. And so so with that, I went through all the testing. And by the time I got out of the Navy, um, I had to get out because I was with asthma. I was unable to deploy. So, um, so by the time that I got out, I was on two, I was on like 10 medications twice a day. It was, um, so, um, I didn't want to take all that medication. Um, I, I just, I was like, okay, something has to give because this is a lot. And so I, uh, I got out, I came back home, uh, and, um, just trying to get a job. And so I just did a customer service job and that really stressed me out. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to where, um, I think at this time I was at total grace and I had a nervous breakdown. It was, mm-hmm. really bad. and so I said, okay, something has to give. And so my mom was like, well, why don't you just go to school? You know, um, you got your GI bill, just go ahead and, and finish school. Cause I had already started, you know, taking mm-hmm. classes. Mm-hmm. So, um, with that, I went to massage school first. Um, mm-hmm. so I said, you know, I still wanted to take care of people, but I just didn't want to work in that direct patient care setting. Yeah, and um, they had you had like three tracks that you could go um, to. You could either do the clinical track, which I did, or you could do the um, the Thai massage, which is more stretching. Um, and Reiki and all of that kind of mm-hmm. like work. And then you could do the spa, uh, which is mainly, you know, what you would do in a spa, um, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. treatments, body treatments and all of that. Mm-hmm. And so 
I said, I want to keep my clinical track. And so I really enjoyed massage school. And after I finished, I said, well, you know, you could take a supplement to do uh, spa treatments. And so I said, okay, well, let me do this. Just kind of like, you know, make it meaty, you know, I can balance. Uh And um, I was introduced, I was introduced then to aromatherapy. And it was like my world opened up and I said, But, you know, I said, I can actually, God has all these wonderful things in the earth that I can use to yeah. make me feel better. And I don't have to take all these drugs. Yeah. And I started researching all of that. And um, I uh, started combining different oils and different, um, different things and um, using my diffuser. And uh, when I, I, one day I had an asthma attack and I said, well, let me try this. And so instead of taking my, you know, inhaler, I decided to just burn those oils in the atmosphere and I instantly felt better. Wow. So, so, um, so the, the whole, that's how you got into the whole aromatherapy piece? Yes. Yes. Wow. And you know, I love aromatherapy. I love aromatherapy. I love burning my oils and, yes. and just, you know, it just, it just does, it just does something to you, not just physically, but mentally, emotionally, spiritually, it is, it, it is, it is absolutely. What's one of your favorite aromatherapy blends? Um, it depends on how I'm feeling. Um, but okay. I have um, a few, I've been, a, I experiment on my family and friends. I've been experimenting. <laughs> so I'm like, let me blend something for you. Like if somebody, if something is wrong with somebody, I'm like, wait, let me research it. Let me blend something for you. And, um, I have um, this, uh, my cousin, a younger cousin of mine, he's always in trouble. He is the most hyperactive child I've ever seen in my life. I love him dearly, but he is very hyperactive. And so, you know, his mom is, is out of sorts or whatever. And, she, and I said, you know what, let me research and let me see if I can blend something for him. And so I have a oil now called Xavier's Elixir and because um, his name is Xavier. So I named it after him. And okay. um he has severe ADHD, but when we burn that oil for him, he calms down. And wow. to the point to where the teachers, you know, could tell, they were like, what are you doing for him? Because he's, his behavior has gotten so much wow. better. Wow. Um, so it's powerful. And even with aromatherapy, um, you can tell, like, I know if you smell a certain oil, you may not be feeling it that day, but a few mm-hmm. days later, you really loved it. Mm-hmm. And because your body craves different things and your body okay. knows what it needs. And so you may like eucalyptus today, but, you know, two days down the road, you may not like it. You might like, you know, geranium or something okay. like that. And so okay. your body, you know, your body will tell you exactly what it needs. It's a, the, the body is just an amazing thing. Yeah. It yeah. Has made it and, you know, and made us. And um, even yeah. with fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. Yes. And it's just so amazing the different things that your body will tell you about yourself. If you just tune in and just listen to um, to what your body is telling you. Wow. OK, so Felicia, you you said in your um, in your in your bio that you admit that you struggle with weight uh, even after you finished the Institute of Nutrition. Mm-hmm. So, so talk to us about your struggle with weight, like. Why did you struggle, even though you knew, obviously, what to do, right? Going through the program, the integrative nutrition program, I'm sure you you were you were taught information. Yes, a lot. About 
just about every diet you can name, whether it be vegan, whether it be keto, just anything you can think of, we learned. Um, I, I think it's about maybe 200 different uh, diets that are out and we learned about each and every one um, mm-hmm. and um, what they were and how they affect the body and different uh, foods that went with each one. Like we learned all of that. So I was armed with so much knowledge. Um, I think my major roadblock in all of that, it really wasn't what I was eating. It was how I felt about myself. Um, um, because that's... Talk because about that. Talk about it. Yes. I think that, um, I think, well, I know that if you don't feel, if you don't feel as if you're worthy of these changes, then you'll never make them. And I felt like I wasn't. Wait a minute. Don't wait. You know, I always have to stop my guests when you say, when y'all drop something like that, because we got to go back. Sometimes just y'all drop good wisdom or nuggets and then y'all just keep moving. But we need to, that there needs to be a pregnant pause right there. Say that again, what you just said. So if you don't think that you're worthy of those changes, you know, if you don't feel like you're worthy of the success of weight loss or whatever goal that you have, then you'll never make them. You know, so there's something in your spirit that's saying, I'm not worthy of this. So I don't even need, it's a blockage there. It's it's not going to, so you have to, I had to go through this. I had to go through this process to really heal. And I tell my clients, I say, you know, if you don't, um, you know, it's not necessarily about dropping the physical weight. It's about dropping the spiritual weight, the emotional weight. And it's like, work through and until you work through that you're ready you're not ready right until Mm -hmm. you work through that then you'll always have that same problem yeah um i went through uh you know a traumatic uh relationship and a breakup uh, a few years ago and um and it was an abusive situation and it was just day in and day out you know you can't do this. You're not worthy of this. Da, 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 da. It's just the way that he made me feel over and over and over. And so um, after I had after I had my little girl, I said, I can't show her this. I have to show her something better. Mm-hmm. So um, God used me to give her life. He also used her to save my life. Oh. Um, so and I don't want to cry. So <laughs> it's okay. You can cry. If you want to cry, we'll cry with you. Okay, okay. <laughs> rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those that weep. And I have a feeling that your tears are probably not even sad tears. They're probably no. tears of joy. They are. And I'm just yeah. so thankful to God for everything that I have experienced these past couple of years. And I also want to stop and I want to personally thank you because... Um, <laughs> you're pushing me and you're telling me <laughs> that I need to go back and dance and pick up those things that I had thrown down because I just, I had been so hurt in previous ministries um, and dancing and, you know, and working in ministry that I said, I just wasn't going to do it anymore. And so me, uh, when the first, one of the first things you said when we went to our first counseling session was, Dance practice, I think, is on Tuesday. You need to be there. <laughs> and I remember going and getting in my car. And I was like, man, why is she making me do this? I do not want to do this. I said I wasn't going to dance no more. 
And yeah. and it was like as soon as I got back, everything just and it was just, you know, and that was the start of my healing. It just opened me up to experience so much more of God and and um and I just want to thank you for that. And just about every every um every level in my healing, God would speak to me first and I would pray about it and I'd be like, okay, well, I'm gonna do this, but I need some confirmation. You would get behind the book board that Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I talked about, and I was like, okay, all right, Sunday, this past Sunday, and I was just sitting there, and I was just crying. I was like, she got me again. She got me again. <laughs> so, thank you, thank you, thank you for not only being my spiritual mom, but also being my spiritual midwife. I love and appreciate oh. you that publicly. You don't know, you don't know how much you have impacted my life. And if nobody has told you that over the past couple of weeks, I know it's been hard. We've been quarantined. We haven't been able to see each other, but I just want to speak life to you and tell you, thank you so, so much. Oh, Felicia, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We made a difference. Well, girl, I, you know, and that's one of the reasons I started this podcast. You know, I had no idea when um, last year I, I, I had it in my heart to do this podcast last year and this way went on leads on the way and I didn't do it procrastination right. and I didn't put, I just didn't step out on it. And I think it was a little fear as well. Yeah. Um, and I didn't step out on it, but um, I, this year coming into 2020, I knew I had to do it. Mm -hmm. And I was actually pushed by the women who attended my self-care retreat um, in January and um, so several of them were saying, you know, we need something from year to year because, you know, I do the retreat in January every mm -hmm. year. And then so it's at the top of the year. So some of the women were like, we, what are we going to do throughout the year? And so and then I was like, you know what, this would be a good time for me to start the podcast. So that way, as um, women can come to the retreat in January and then throughout the year, They'll have the podcast and different things that we're doing. That prompted me also to start the um, the self-care network, um, mm -hmm. the Harmonize Your Life Women's Self-Care Network. All of that was, was birthed out of my desire to see women of color whole, um, yes. holistic living um, well. You know, when I say well, and, you know, I'm um, studying, you know, I'm doing some studying right now as well. Right. And um, just looking at the difference between the medical model and the wellness model and how the wellness model in, um, looks at every aspect of our lives, spirit, soul, body, um, physically, you know, how, you know, all of that, the totality of who we are. Whereas in the medical model, most times they're going to just look at your specific medical condition. Right. What, um, and, and, and to the medical community's credit, we're seeing more of the medical community involve what's happening with people mental, mentally, mental health wise, mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to their physical ailments. Now they're also looking at other aspects, social wellness, um, physical wellness, mental wellness, um, occupational wellness, all those things are part financial wellness, spiritual yep. wellness are part of, um, this whole idea of being well, you know? And so mm -hmm. that's why I'm so excited about what you're doing. And I'm so proud I've seen you come through. I've seen you come through um, just your own struggle with weight. And even since um, 
um, since you began, you've you've lost weight this year. I've just watched yeah, you transform. Um, you know, and I've seen your weight change. I've seen you go go through being pregnant as a single woman, mm-hmm. having a baby as a sing- and raising your daughter as a single mom, mm-hmm. and all of the emotional stuff that went with that, the breakup, the relationship, everything. But yet, because you have determined to live a life of wellness and wholeness and live holistically. I believe that's why you've been able to overcome many of those, uh, those challenges. So, so Felicia, talk to us a little bit um, about this whole, your, your business, what you're doing right now in the whole, um, this whole wellness journey. Okay. Um, I uh, founded, uh, one day I was just in prayer and one of my favorite scriptures is uh, 3 John and 2, um, you know, beloved, I hope, I wish that you would prosper in all things and be in good health even as your soul prospers. And um, it just stuck out to me and I said, okay, God, what do you want me to do with this? And so when um, when I began with um, Institute of Integrative Nutrition, IIN for short. Um, you know, they, uh, also showed us how to set up a business. And, um, and so I set up my website and I started out. So, okay, I'm going to see clients and, um, I'm going to see clients and, um, and I'm going to start destination. Well, and Mm -hmm. so set up my website and, uh, well is, uh, God gave me a well as an acronym and And what does that mean? Mm -hmm. Well stands for wholeness in every level of life. And in every level of life. Okay. And why is that important? Because uh, just like you talked about before with the wellness will, uh, you know, some people think about wellness as, you know, I just want to lose weight and that's where they stop. Mm -hmm. And what you, what we have to realize, like we start, like we talked about before is every part of your life. It's not just it's not just, you know, fitting into those skinny jeans. It's about, you know, um, have you worked through those issues that you have inside? Have you forgiven those people that you were supposed to forgive? Yeah. Is it, uh, it's about what you eat. Uh, it's about what you consume, not necessarily with your, you know, with your mouth, but what you're looking at, what you're listening to, um, the friends that you have around you, the family mm-hmm. issues that you still may have that you might need to go and go to counseling for. It includes every part of it. You know, um, sometimes we don't eat, but we go and we shop a lot, you know, mm-hmm. so it's, it's about every part of your life. And so it's so about wholeness in every area of your life. And that's right. so good. You know, um, um, we, we oftentimes do not realize how integrated our lives are. Yes. And what I mean by that is we often, we often forget that what I, what I'm, what, what's happening with me physically is is connected to what's happening to me mentally. Absolutely. What's happening to me mentally is connected to my relationships. Have I forgiven? Have I, you know, um, done that work, the work of forgiveness? Have I done the work of working on myself, my self-esteem? When you talked about earlier that you couldn't lose weight because you didn't feel like you were worthy of lo- of, of losing weight or or living a life a holistic lifestyle. So I appreciate this whole, the, the whole approach that you're taking, Felicia, this whole destination to wellness. So when, when, you, when you're working with your clients, what are some of the aspects 
Um, what are some of the things that you're finding that your clients are coming to you with? Most of the time, uh, people are just overwhelmed. Um, you know, we always, like I said, we always talk about, you know, losing weight, but we never talk about the other stuff that prevents us from losing weight. So um, we just talk about that even before we get into, you know, what did you eat today or anything like that? I'll ask him, you know, uh, what did you, you know, what was your home life? You know, what's your home life like? Um, mm-hmm. you know, um, what's your work life? You know, what do you do in the course of a day? And we go and we talk and we just talk. And, uh, and, 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 you know, and sometimes I've always been that type of person that people just love to share stuff with me. So um, people just, you know, they just go deep. I've seen people that meet me, you know, the same day and within an hour, they're telling me, you know, traumatic things that happened in their childhood. You just met me. But I realized that that's just something that that's a gift that God has given me to just listen to people and just and I'm able and God has given me a uh, gift to where I could just reach to the the heart of the issue because it's a root cause is the reason why your behavior is this way. And I can say and I could pinpoint it. Okay, this right here. This is what it is. Let's work right here. And and then we just go we just go from there. And um, you know, I think that, um, you know, this journey, it should be fun. It's it going to be hard. Yes. Parts, but, you know, trying new foods, going yes. into new things. Um, you know, you'd be surprised what you can do if you just do it. Yeah. Yeah. If so, you just do it. so wow. and even, you know, because, um, through this journey, I was also vegan for two years. And um, I remember when I first went vegan, I was living with my mom at the time. And um, one of the ladies at the church um, that I was a member of, um, I, she, um, first, before I went to IIN, we were just talking and everything. And um, she had like um, little small tumors in her brain. And she was able to uh, reduce those tumors just by doing a plant-based diet. And I was like, okay, well, you know, maybe you can help me or whatever. And so she introduced me to juicing, doing smoothies and doing a full body detox. And so we did, we went to an herbalist that she knows and we, uh, she, I, you know, did that and I juiced and I did smoothies and I ate plant-based for like 21 days. And I think I lost like I lost so much weight. And then it was. And so I went on a journey of just, you know, um, first I went pescatarian and then I said, OK, I'm just going to what that is, because some of my, my I, I, not know. Mm-hmm. being a pescatarian is just eating fish, uh, fish okay. and seafood. I'm allergic to shellfish, but, you know, I ate a lot of fish and, you know, vegetables. So, um, so it's like a vegetarian, but you add fish to it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, um, so I did that for a while and I said, you know what? And I just kept scaling down. So I said, all right, let's go vegetarian. And being a vegetarian, um, is, uh, you eat everything except for meat. So you can still eat eggs. You can still eat dairy. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, That's vegetarian. And then I finally took the dairy out and I went full vegan or plant-based as some people call it. Uh, Vegan is more of a lifestyle where you don't have, um, Mm -hmm. where you don't wear leather or anything uh, produced Mm -hmm. by animals. And and then plant-based is just, you're eating, uh, you're eating those, uh, you're eating uh, those 
foods, but you're not necessarily caught up in the, you know, I can't have leather and all that stuff because I still okay. wear leather shoes. I'm sorry. So, okay. <laughs> so um, I went vegan for a few years and um, it was a great experience. I, um, I love to cook and I love to bake. Um, so I was able to do all the different stuff, raw foods and tofu scramble. I make a, I, I make uh, some buffalo tofu that is so good. And people are like, that's disgusting, but it's so good. Um, <laughs> I make slamming vegan lasagna. Um, so I just had fun just doing all that stuff. And I remember I was living with my mom at the time and she was like, I'm eating meat. I don't care what you say. And I was like, that's fine. But I was like, try these lentils. <laughs> she was like oh this is kind of good and so when I finally moved out and got my house that I live in now she was just like well who's gonna cook for me now that you're <laughs> so I still cook for her I still cook and for I her. love lentils girl I love lentil soup I like yeah. lentil butter and my daughter-in-law uh my daughter-in-law Jasmine she makes these lint she like puts the lentils in like a little um I guess you um you know how the little meat pies that people buy yeah, they, so she makes some. So she makes them with the with the lentils. Mm-hmm. Are, oh my god, they're so good! I love them. And so yeah, and I'm I'm like you. I only eat um fish, chicken, um and um and vegetables. Um, I don't drink I don't drink anything other than herbal tea. You know me, tea time with Dr. Tony. Um, um, I only uh, drink tea and water. Um, I drink no carbonated drinks, have not drank a carbonated drink in so long. I can't even, I think it's been about 25 years since I've, since I've um, had carbonated drinks in my diet. Um, And so, yeah, so I, I, I get you and it is, it is a journey and it is, it should be fun. It should be a really fun journey. Yeah. Yeah. So I appreciate you for making it fun and creative. I look at you. Sometimes I follow you on Facebook and um, on Instagram and Twitter, and I see some of the recipes that you put out there, and I grab some of them and try them myself. So you've made it really, really fun. Now, you know, you have a baby. You have, how old is Leia? Leia is two. Leia is two. So does Leia eat like you? She, um, well, I had to add meat back to my diet because I got sick. Okay. Um, I am anemic and I found that out. I just wasn't feeling well, even though I was eating, you know, vegan and I thought that was the optimal diet for me, but I just wasn't feeling well. And so uh, I just started back eating meat. Um, So now I'm more of a um, a paleo. Um, I eat, uh, I don't, I don't eat my optimal diet because I don't always get it right. But my optimal diet is a little bit of meat. And a whole bunch of veggies, no dairy. So okay. that's how a whole, I a whole bunch of vegetables and no dairy. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure water, right? Yes, I drink a lot of water. Um, every once in a while I want a soda, so I don't drink soda, but I love, love, love club soda. LaCroix is my friend. Okay. So, um, I you know, drink that and um have a I discovered a love for kombucha. So, you know, just uh, now I just I was just introduced to kombucha um recently. Um Jasmine, of course, you know, I have my children, they're very um eclectic. Jasmine and Jonathan and Ariel. So they introduced me to all this, all this stuff. Kombucha, they just recently introduced me to that. 
Good, good, good. So, um, so no dairy, a little meat. Mm-hmm. Um, how often do you eat meat? Like I only eat meat. I generally only eat meat once a day. Like for me, it's either going to be lunch or dinner. Maybe every now and then dinner and lunch, but I very I hardly ever eat meat for breakfast. Um, and so, but I usually do because I when I eat breakfast every day. Um, mm-hmm. But I rarely eat meat for breakfast. I usually have like um, my my uh, if I'm not making a shake, then I may have like this morning I had um, um, an egg white omelet with um, with tomatoes, spinach, and uh, feta cheese. Um, I may have a bowl of raisin bran. My my cereal that I like is raisin bran, um, and I drink that with almond milk. And then I recently started putting like fresh fruit in my raisin bran cereal. So I may put some blueberries, some fresh strawberry, fresh blueberry on top of my cereal, and then put a little um, almond milk. And that's just kind of giving my raisin bran brand cereal a little more creativity and flavor mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. so but you know so I always have breakfast and I tell people all the time you have to have breakfast that is the foundation and then um and then I usually do like um so I have a snack and then lunch another snack and then dinner so do you do meat more than once a day it depends um okay. I eat, uh, I kind of eat intuitively. So I kind of go off of what my body is telling me it needs for that day. Okay. So sometimes uh, if I get up and work out and do an early workout, uh, sometimes, most of the time I don't eat till after like 12. Um, So um, I will, you know, usually I'll have breakfast then um, after, you know, my workout and, Mm -hmm. um, and, um, and then I'll have like another meal. Um, and then mm-hmm. that's pretty much it for me for the day. I just kind of like, I, cause you know, it's usually like three meals, or two snacks, but sometimes I'll get up in the morning and I'll feel like I want breakfast. And so I'll have breakfast that day early in the morning and then I'll mm-hmm. eat throughout. Okay. The day. So, and then sometimes I won't eat till about three o'clock. So it just depends on, you know, what my body is telling me that day. Okay. So, okay. Okay. And and so for you, you're kind of more, you kind of listen more intuitively. Yes. What? Okay. Good, 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 good. I want to talk about, because our time is getting short and I want to, I want to definitely, you got a lot of certifications, girl. You got this um, massage therapist certification. Um, of course, your Bachelor of Science is in physical ed. Um, you got um, certified holistic coach, health coach, um, Human services and um, counseling in health and wellness, master herbalist, and we talked a little bit about that—the herbal thing and aromatherapy. Um, but now you just finished this yoni steam practitioner. My chiropractor is uh, also a yoni steam practitioner as well. She's added that to her practice. Talk to us a little bit about that. Why did you go into the yo? Tell everybody what that is, and then talk to us about why you went into it. Okay. Uh, the Yoni Steam is uh, a uh, phrase that people, um, it's usually, the Yoni is a term that's usually used in African medicine. Um, mm-hmm. So, and it's uh, it's the uh, African word for womb. Or um, So, uh, basically what it is, is it's a womb detox. 
Um, some of the indications that you would use for a yoni steam would be, um, for me, the reason why I started doing it is because I have fibroids. And that okay. was one of the reasons why I was told that I would not have children. But I have okay. two. Glory be to God. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that was why I started um, getting yoni steams. Uh, I, uh, they're called, uh, the Asian community calls them hip baths. And, okay. um, and so I would go down to Jeju uh, in Gwinnett County and I would go uh, and uh, every month, faithfully after my cycle, I would go and I would get a yoni steam uh, or a hip bath. Mm-hmm. And um, I noticed that um, with that, uh, with when you have fibroids, you have heavy bleeding. Uh, that was one of the, that's also one of the reasons why I have um, uh, anemia. Um, I would just be drained and tired and yeah. it was that yeah. time of month and mm-hmm. I would just my body and just my we, I would just go through all these changes and so yeah. once I started steaming I noticed that my symptoms every month were not as severe so I okay. said okay well there's something to this let me right. you know do some more research mm-hmm. and, um in that um you know we give life, you know, women give life. And so your womb, uh, your womb for a woman is that area of creativity. That's your seed of creativity. If your womb is, uh, if there's some things going on in your womb, then you can't create as much as you would if your womb was clear. Some of the things that we hold in our bodies, um, uh, as far as unforgiveness or uh, pain and trauma is there in your womb. And so, um, I, uh, so that's one of the things that you can do to kind of clear that trauma. Of course, going through your work and, you know, going through your work and counseling and prayer and, uh, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. But that, that, um, is also not only is it a physical, um, uh, uh, not only is it a physical therapy, but it's also, it also can, uh, it also can reach you spiritually. Um, okay. And um, I've seen uh, women uh, pass fibroids in um, in there. I've seen um, women who want to have babies and have fertility issues, be able okay. to have babies, um, and just uh, overall womb health. That was something that mm-hmm. um, that was something in indigenous communities that happened all the time. If you had a baby, you were going to get a steam right there directly. Right. Exactly, you had your mm-hmm. baby. Um, mm-hmm. It's, also, it's something that, you know, we used to do culturally in Africa, but when we were moved over, you know, a lot of the things that we did culturally were stripped away from us. So because they were not understood. It was similar to, you know, when we were growing up, we we would have the, the douchebag and um, the, yeah. you know, I know, but I'm saying, is it similar to, is that is that the whole concept is that or is, is it similar to that? I'm just asking because I really I really am asking for information. No, uh, it's not necessarily similar to that. Uh, oh. uh, but uh, what because that's with a with a douche when you uh, squeeze that bag, the water just kind of goes up there. Okay. And it, uh, and it stays. It doesn't wow. drain down. Uh-huh. And so uh, if you have and so. When it does come down, it's taking that good bacteria out. Right. So a lot of people that uh, that's Which what they I say. noticed people have gotten away from doing that because. So what is the process? What's the process of the Yoni thing? Can you share? Sure. If you were my client and then what would happen is we would set up an appointment to talk 
And um, during our consultation, we would talk about your cycles. We would talk about your daily life, your diet and different things like that. And I would take the information that you give me and I would uh, I would get some uh, I would do an herb blend specifically for you. Okay. um, And then um, I would either show you how to do it at home with, you know, with COVID-19. It's kind of hard to, you know, Mm -hmm. for be able to visit or people to visit me. So I would show you how to do that at home. Um, But or, um, you know, in regular circumstances, I would come to you and Mm -hmm. um, I have a box that uh, is called a Yoni Steam Throne. It looks like a box. Mm -hmm. And um, I would set you up, you know, set, Mm -hmm. set your atmosphere with aromatherapy and different things according to the issues that you say that you have or just overall wellness. Mm-hmm. Um, I would customize a blend for you. And then um, I would set the atmosphere. I give you a robe to put on. And then I put a, I steam a pot, those pot, uh, that pot of herbs. Mm-hmm. I would put it inside the stool and then you would have a seat with your robe on and the steam would come up. And uh, you just kind of sit on that. Uh, it has The box has a hole at the top and it would just come up and it would just uh, go into your yoni. And it would treat whatever uh, issues that you have or just for regular wound wellness. So um, it the herbs that I give can um, can tighten, can tone, especially if you've had a baby or, you know, trauma to your womb. Um, so it would um, it would tone your womb up. Also, uh, if you have you suffer from things like endometriosis, uh, polycystic. Mm-hmm syndrome or something like that, then it could also uh, assist with helping those issues. So um, also, if you have issues with constipation, if you need to just detox your body, those uh, I can give you those uh, those herbs and they can go through your womb and affect the rest of your body. So what about women who may have had um, who are past childbearing and mm-hmm. and have had um, maybe surgeries, hysterectomies? Tubligations, things of that nature. Do you work with women like that as well? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So even though, you know, if you don't have, if you still don't have, a, if you don't have a womb anymore, there are still herbs and different things and different blends that I can use, especially like if you're in menopause and you have mm-hmm. you know, yeah. your womb, you go right into menopause. So mm-hmm. and, uh, I can do herbs that'll actually help with your, um, uh, was it hot flashes or what you uh-huh, call it? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. I have, uh, I can uh, take care of that as well. So just yeah. overall feminine health. And that I, pelvic floor, just that whole pelvic yeah. floor. Mm-hmm. Your pelvic wow. Floor that. Mm-hmm. wow, Felicia, this is amazing. And all of this from stem from your own wellness journey. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. And you know what I love about that? What I love about that is I believe that ministry flows from who we are. Absolutely. I believe that we're most impactful in ministry when it flows out of us, when it flows out of our story, when it flows out of our own life experiences. That's one of the reasons I'm so passionate about self-care, health and wellness is out of my own journey. Um, And so I just think it is so important when we flow, you know, 
when ministry flows out of us, I think that's when we're most impactful. Listen, our time is up. We have, we have had such a wonderful conversation with Felicia Redding. I want you all to follow Felicia. I'm going to put her stuff up here. So her um, her website, you see there is Destination Well. Dot org. Look her up. She's on Facebook, Facebook group uh, page, Fa Destination Well, and Well stands for whole, wholeness, wholeness in every area of life. Wholeness in every area of life. Destination Well. You can look her up on IG. She's on Instagram, Holistically Felicia, on Twitter at Destination Well, and. I want you to know that she's also a member of the Harmonize Your Life Women's Self-Care Network. <laughs> she's one of the members of the network that um that I that I started for women who who care about self-care, who care about um themselves and who care about other women and wanting to bring this information. These are some of the women who are part of the network. Many of the women that you hear on my podcast are part of the network. Not all of them, but many of them are. And so I just want you to know what you get when you are part of the Harmonize Your Life self-care network. And if you want information on how to join the network, go to my website at drtonyalvarado.com and you can join the network there on my website. We are changing the narrative for women of color. Okay. Yes. That's what we're doing. We are not going to take it. We're, we're not settling for the narrative that we are number one in every disease, in yeah. heart disease, in can different cancers, in um, in um, 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 diabetes and obesity and hypertension. We are not settling for that. We are taking our health and our self-care and, and doing something about it first we're doing the work of forgiveness. We're doing the work of of of, of putting our putting um, past failures behind us and self defeating talk and self defeating thoughts. We are doing sacred self care in the Harmonize Your Life uh, Self Care Network, Women's Self Care Network. Be a part of that. Come on this journey with us because it is a journey. Felicia, thank you again. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being on the podcast today. I appreciate you. I appreciate what God is doing in you and through you. You know, I love you. I love my baby, Leah. Yes, we love you back. I miss you all. I can't wait till we can get back in the sanctuary and I can see you dancing and waving them flags. Yes, I'm ready. I can wave some flags, I'm telling you. She's ready. knocking the devil upside his head. Okay. And so I can't wait until we're able to get together again. But until then, you know, I am so proud of you. I'm so excited about what you're doing. I'm going to call you when this is over because I need one of them blends. Yes, yes ma'am. I got I, you. You got me. I got you. And so we got y'all call her. Let her mix something up for you. She's um certified in this aromatherapy and herbalist. She's certified in this. She's certified in the Yoni Steam um, um, procedure. She is a certified health and wellness coach. And so you can find her. Uh, you can find Felicia uh, at all those places that um, that I shared with you already on our screen. All right. Thank you again, Felicia. Thank you for having me. I love you. I love you too. Hi, this is Dr. Tony Alvarado. I am so delighted about bringing the Harmonize Your Life podcast to you. Would you do me a favor? If you are enjoying this, this podcast, 
would you email me at hello at drtonyalvarado.com? I want to hear from you. I want your feedback. I want to know if there are any other topics that you are interested in as it relates to wellness, self-care, nutrition, or just overall bringing harmony into your life. Email me, contact me at hello at drtonyalvarado.com.